0: This is the Find Your Focus podcast with Shootproof. We chat with inspiring and creative entrepreneurs to encourage, empower, and equip you to take the next steps in your photography business. We want you to leave each episode with actionable steps so that you can gain confidence, book your calendar, and earn more income with your passion. So grab some coffee or your drink of choice, and let's get to it. Hey everyone, I'm Logan Faye and the host of the Finer Focus podcast with Shoot Proof. Today I am talking to Megan from Hazel & Lace. She is a veterinarian turned photographer and is here to talk to us all about elopement photography. Something that I really love about this interview is that Megan tells us things that she does for her elopement clients that surpass her competition along with how she helps her clients plan their big day. She also tells us some of the biggest mistakes photographers make when trying to break into the elopement world and what to do to fix those mistakes. So let's get into this interview with Megan. Hi, Megan. I am so excited to chat with you today. We have never had an elopement photographer on the podcast, so I cannot wait to get started.
1: I'm so pumped to be here. I'm so stoked.
0: (laughs) So tell us how you got into elopement photography. Oh, how I got into
1: it. Well, it kind of fell into my lap in like the best way. Like, I'm so thankful. But basically, I moved to Colorado in 2015 and I started my wedding photography business, Hazel and Lace, in 2016. And luckily, like Rocky Mountain National Park is a huge place for elopements its second only to las vegas so it was already really popular to elope in rocky mountain national park so i got a bunch of inquiries like right off the bat and basically started shooting weddings and elopements back in 2016 and kind of continued with that for a few years and then it evolved from there cuz i realized how much i loved elopements and how fun and stress free and amazing they are and i'm also like a nomad by nature. Like I've lived all over the country and uh, I love traveling. And if I sit in one place for too long, I get really antsy. (laughs) So I was like, Hey, like I can take this show on the road. You know, like I can start shooting elopements all over the country. So that's kind of what I transitioned my business into. I started targeting different locations in Utah and Arizona. And then pretty soon I was shooting elopements all over the country including california and new mexico and washington and even wyoming and i have one coming up in hawaii so you oh, know you don't wow. have to travel <laughs> you don't have to travel to be an elopement photographer but that was just what i wanted like that's what i wanted for my life and for my business so that's what i did
0: it seems like it per- fits your lifestyle perfectly
1: yeah i mean that was like the whole the great thing about elopement photography is that you really can base it around your life like it doesn't have to be weekends. Like it can be weekdays, you know, like you can do it in just a few months out of the year or every during every season, or you can just do it locally or travel around. So it really is something that you can make it fit your lifestyle a little bit better than wedding
0: photography. I love it. So did you always know that you wanted to be either a photographer or an elopement photographer?
1: No. So that's an interesting question because from a very young age, I wanted to be a veterinarian. And that's exactly what I did. I actually got a degree in integrative biology. And then I went to uh, the University of Wisconsin and became a doctor of veterinary medicine. So yeah, I graduated in 2010. And I actually uh, did emergency. I was an emergency veterinarian for a long time, like five years. And then I was doing other stuff before that, like surgery and general practice and all that. Yeah, so for a while I was kind of doing full time photography and I was a full time emergency vet at the same time. And eventually, like being a vet, just it's a really hard job. Like, I loved the medicine, and I loved the animals, but there's a lot of other stuff that goes along with it that was really hard. So, being able to transition into photography was just amazing for me. And I do come. From like a like a home where like my mom's an artist and my grandfather who was also a doctor like was really into photography. My dad was really into photography, so I did kind of always have photography as like a side hobby or side passion. But yeah, it's a very weird, <laughs> it's a weird <laughs> sequence of events, I guess, to go from veterinarian to traveling elopement photographer. But for me, it, it worked and it's awesome and it's just like proof that you can start over you can do whatever you want and like if your career is not aligning with like your personality and your values then switch it up
0: you know you can do anything that is amazing and that is exactly why i ask this question in almost every single episode because People think that, oh, I'm, you know, a teacher or a vet or whatever it might be. I need to stick with this. You know, I've gone through schooling for it or whatnot. And then they feel guilty switching to photography to pursue their passion. But clearly, it works out if you if you follow that passion and, and do what you love.
1: Absolutely. I mean, I still have the student loans from being a veterinarian, but who cares where the money's coming from to pay them off? You know, like why stick with a career that was like draining my energy when I have this, you know, new, this passion that like, you know, fires me up, like gets me pumped up and energized and like so happy. And just, I just got home from, you know, this winter elopement in Colorado. And I mean, just the whole time, I'm just like driving around these like snowcap mountains and the weather was amazing with blue skies. And I'm just like, my job is amazing. Like I literally have my dream job. Like I'm so grateful, like so grateful.
0: That's amazing. And your photos, you can just see that passion through your photos. Um, I'll we'll talk about your social handles in a little bit, but they are, I mean, they're just stunning. They make me want to go to every single place that, <laughs> that you show in your photos. Yeah. Amazing. Thank you so so much. Yeah. So sometimes people think on a whim when they hear elopement. And there is a lot of planning that goes into elopements. Can you tell us a little bit about how you help your couples navigate through planning?
1: Yeah, totally. So yeah, elope, being an elopement photographer is way different than wedding photography. I feel like with wedding photography, you just you might help with the timeline and answer some questions here and there, but for the most part, you just show up that day. And with elopements, like people are really hiring me f- for more than my photos. It's also my knowledge of locations um, and helping them craft their day. And the biggest thing is the locations i mean my couples really want to know that i know the spots to take them like the epic places and then also some of sometimes they have guests like sometimes they have dogs or they have a grandma who you know needs a like level terrain to walk on in a chair you know and there's i can still work around those things you know like i have places that have good footing for grandma and a bathroom for her you know (laughs) Or like sometimes they want a location that is crazy and they want to wake up at three in the morning and hike up to an alpine lake outside of Telluride, you know, like there's just so many different ways to elope that I'm there to help them plan it. And then also I like to help them dream a little bigger, you know, I think when I first started doing elopements, a lot of times I photographed the ceremony and some photos afterwards and, and that was about it. It was like a couple hours but now like couples are they're dreaming big they want multiple locations they want to rent a jeep and drive over a mountain pass they want to do a first dance on a cliff edge you know there's just so many things that we can do now and some sometimes it just takes me to remind them like yeah we can do this like totally let's let's figure out these logistics like you want to go you know climb around in a slot canyon we can absolutely do that you know you still want to do a first look and a Cake cutting or eat donuts or shotgun beers. Like, let's do all those things, you know? So, I like to get them to dream dream a little bigger, but they're definitely hiring me for the, that location guidance. And then also, you know, I can help point them to wedding vendors, lodging, that kind of stuff. But yeah, I help with all that stuff. And that's kind of the best part of my job, too, is I get to really get to know them and help them execute their vision. And then at the end, when they're like, oh my God, this is perfect. Like that's the best feeling. And they haven't even gotten their photos yet.
0: You know, so it's great. I would imagine location scouting, obviously like as a family photographer, like I'll drive around Austin and I'll find a really pretty, you know, I don't location with trees or a green belt or whatnot. And it's pretty easy. I mean, I just kind of walk around and see, I imagine with trying to find these epic places that your clients, you know, see on social media. And then they're like, I have to book this person. Like I have to book Megan. She's amazing. Look at this location. I imagine trying to find those locations and scout them so that, you know, exactly where to hike or where to go can be a little challenging. (laughs)
1: it can it can definitely be challenging and it's very time consuming especially for me because i shoot all over so i'm i'm having to be an expert in multiple states you know and that's hard but it's also something i really take seriously and whenever i have downtime i'm hiking i am driving my truck down dirt roads you know like i am on google maps and google earth like figuring things out because I want to know all the epic locations, you know, and, and I have a lot of my go-to spots, but I'm always interested in finding more. Like I always want to find new lakes to hike to, you know, new cliff edges or like just places that are off the beaten path. Cause some of these beautiful places, you know, you kind of have to share them with other groups of people that are around, you know, you can't really, some of these places are like they're stunning. So there's other people there. But then I have couples that are like, I want a stunning backdrop, but I want privacy too. So I'm just always on the hunt for different places that I can help guide people to.
0: Yeah. Do you have a favorite, like a favorite spot that you normally go to or not normally, but I guess that is just kind of at the top of your list.
1: So I'm most known for, I would say my photos at Zion national park, I literally like it's the biggest compliment cuz people will find my photos at Zion and plan their whole elopement around it. And like I'm getting chills right now just like thinking about that because it's it's such a huge compliment and honor and like responsibility too because a lot of my couples come from out of town they're traveling from like the Midwest or Texas or East Coast, you know, California. And they've never been to Zion National Park before. So it's like, I'm not only their photographer and kind of coordinating this whole wedding for them, but I'm also like recommending hikes and kind of their adventure guide and and their guide to Utah. So it's a big, it's a big responsibility, but I love it. I feel like my love language is like quality time, so like planning and executing and going on these adventures with people just is awesome to me.
0: I love it. I have never done i've I've seen an elopement wedding taking place, but i've never um never gotten to do it, just like the mountains and all of that, and it is something that is kind of on my bucket list to at least do like a style shoot or something to just kind of try it out. <laughs> So talking about, I guess, people getting into elopement photography, what are the biggest mistakes you see photographers make who are trying to, you know, get into this type of photography?
1: Yeah. So I love this question because I do mentor and coach a a bunch of elopement photographers and I kind of, I see the same things over and over. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't say it's mistakes so much, or it's more like mindsets and missed opportunities. Like for, for instance, I see a lot of scarcity mindsets. So I think a lot of people, especially when you're transitioning from like a nine to five job to being an entrepreneur and having your own business, there's a huge mindset shift that has to go with that. Because you really are, you're gonna self-sabotage yourself if you are living in this scarcity mindset where you're worried about the market being too saturated or your price is being too high. Or if somebody else is having success, getting pieces of the pie that means that you can't get pieces of the pie when the reality is like we are creating so much excitement and about elopements that the pie is getting like bigger and bigger and bigger and the pie was already huge and now it's getting bigger so then we all get pieces of the pie right like there's we don't have to worry that if somebody else is super successful at elopements, that we aren't going to be, you know? So I think the scarcity mindset really holds a lot of people back because it, it causes a lot of fear of the unknown. And the other thing I would say, I think people are afraid to stand out from the crowd. But that is so important when you know there's all these new elopement photographers out there, right? And a lot of them, if you go to their website, they have beautiful images and they say the same thing, like "I am this outdoorsy person, and I love nature, and I want to help create the elopement day of your dreams or something like that and that's amazing, of course, that's all we what we all want for our couples, but like, how do I get to know you? How do I get to connect with you like there needs to be something else that I can connect with besides just that you know I want to photograph your elopement and I love nature. You know, there has to be something else. So I think a lot of of the newer elopement photographers are afraid to stand out, but that's exactly what you need to do. Because if you put yourself in the shoes of a couple who's like just decided, like they've made this scary but exciting decision to elope like in Utah, let's say. And they don't know how to freaking do it. They don't know where to go. They've never been there. Like, what the heck do you do on an elopement day? Like, how do we find this location? Like, do we need an officiant? What are the legalities? There's all these like questions and concerns they have. So they need somebody that's going to help answer those questions and help solve their problems. And you need to have that like broadcasted on your website, for one. But then you also need to like be your own person and have your own images and have your own style and connect with people in different ways. Because they need a reason to hire you. Like from, If they have a dozen people that they're looking at and they all say the same thing and have the same kind of images, something needs to stand out for them to want to connect with you and hire you. So I think that's... It's like the mindset and it's the fear of actually showing yourself and being your own person and being unique and playing to your strengths. I think those are the biggest things I see.
0: All of those are so helpful. And if you are listening to this and you are interested in elopement photography, Megan is the person that you need to be following because she has um, some different, you know, education opportunities that you can hop on. And if you like, if you found this interesting, then definitely connect with her. So we kind of already went over this one, but how do you set yourself apart, um, you specifically from other elopement photographers?
1: Yeah, so I love that question too. I would say, I mean, there's the details of it, but then there's also like my intentions, right? Like, so I've had another career. Like this is my dream job doing this. This is like my career now, is being an elopement photographer. So I take that super seriously and i love my job so much so i think like the intentions behind it like my my why is part of it like my confidence like i am my own person like a lot of times i just have blinders on and i don't even worry about what other people are doing i just focus on what i want and my vision and my values and i just do my own thing and i think that that is very important to like creating the business and the life that you want But I also like from the get-go, I had this word in the back of my head that I always wanted to work towards. And it was the word epic. Like that has always been like my driving force is that I want my couples to have epic photos and an epic experience. But for like, I just want to give them what they want. And my couples, they want epic friggin' photos. Like they want that photo of them on a cliff edge with the sun setting, wind blowing in their hair, you know, like their dress is like flying around. They're making out with the love of their life. They just got married. Like they want that photo on their wall. And so I deliver that 100%. Like I want all my couples to have those photos that are just insane, flattering, you know, like just everything that they ever wanted. Like they look like models, you know? And I feel like sometimes that gets missed because people are very focused on like, oh, I want to create this amazing experience. And I do that too. I mean, I walk this line between them having an epic experience, but I also want to make sure I deliver freaking awesome photos. And I also really want to deliver their photos quickly because I feel like Most of the time, if they're eloping, especially during COVID, like there are people back home that they wanted to have there that aren't there. So I always deliver at least like twenty high res images within twenty four hours, so that when they share their photos from their wedding day with their loved ones back home, they're sharing the photos they paid a lot of money for instead of (laughs) instead of like iPhone photos. You know, like I want to get those sneak peeks to them quick. And then I also want to get their gallery to them quick because I don't want them waiting on these photos either. They, again, they've paid me a lot of money. I have an editor that turns around my galleries really quick, so a lot of times I'm delivering them within three to four weeks. So I just want—I want to make my couples happy, <laughs> you know. Like I want—I want to give them what they want. They want their photos. They want them quickly, and like the whole having them have an amazing experience, like that's the cherry on top that they didn't know that they were really getting to. So yeah, I kind of like walk that line. But yeah, I think that's kind of what sets me apart is my focus on like really getting them those epic photos on top of the experience.
0: Definitely. I love that you say that you deliver, you know, 20 or so images Within 24 hours, I think that, you know, that can be applied to any type of session. I know people will do sneak peeks and post one, but I love the idea, as long as you're not doing IPS or something like that, of delivering a handful of them so that, you know, they get to see them. And usually if you don't do that and it's been a week and a half, you're going to get an email anyway from them just wondering where their photos are. So I love that you, I love that you do that.
1: I just build it into my workflow. Like the next morning is when I do them and just everybody gets that and it's I just feel like it's so important especially with elopements where so many people couldn't be there to see it in person and I know they're anxious to to share with family and friends back home. So I'd much rather them get those you know high res images and just like be able to send out this little mini album that kind of tells the story of their day. So their friends and family back home instead of like that iPhone selfie, <laughs> you know. I agree.
0: <laughs> oh gosh! So, if our listeners want to find you on social media, where can we find you?
1: Yeah, so there's two places. Um, my photography is at on Instagram. It's at Hazel and Lace Photo. And then uh, I also have more personal and business coaching stuff at Megan McPhail. And that is M-E-G-A-N-M-A-C-P-H-A-I-L.
0: Perfect. And all of those links will be in the show notes. So if you can't remember how to spell her last name, then head over to the show notes and click on the link and it will take you right to her website. Megan, thank you so much for joining me today. Yeah.
1: Thank you so much for having me. I'm like this was one of my goals for 2021 was to be on a podcast. So I'm so glad we got to do this and talk all about elopement photography.
0: Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the find your focus podcast with Shootproof. Make sure to visit shootproof.com podcast for the show notes and any links that we talked about today during this episode. If you love this episode, head over to Apple podcasts and hit that five-star button. If you ever have feedback or questions for us, feel free to reach out at podcast at shootproof.com.